Ahmed Waaga remembers his previous life in Boboche, a community in central Borno, with nostalgia. He is one of the over 2 million people who have been forced to leave their hometowns for safer places in Nigeria and neighboring countries of Chad, Niger, and Cameroon. Since the escalation of the Boko Haram insurgency in the region, Borno has been the center of the violence and hosts a significant number of these displaced persons residing in official and unofficial camps. The persistent insecurity continues to limit their access to agricultural resources and livelihoods, particularly at a time when humanitarian support is shrinking. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. Originally, a farmer from Bogoshe town in Dikwa local government area, Amadou Aga now lives in a makeshift thatch house at Mora Garage, El Badawi, a displaced person's camp situated on the outskirts of Meiduguri. There was life. You get what you are looking for. You have food at home. Your food is enough. You could sell to buy sheep, to buy goat. You could possibly get a cow. Is this not life? You could marry off your kids, sponsor your kids' marriage. The father of 18 children and husband to two surviving wives remembers the relatively easy side of life while at his hometown, where he had a secured livelihood and availability of food. He used to grow onions, sorghum, and firgi, a dry-season variety called dwarf sorghum. Living conditions became tough after Boko Haram established a presence. He was only able to flee in February 2016 during a military operation. However, not everyone from his community made it. They gathered us and preached to us. Women were stopped from working. We had to go to the bush to cut firewood to bring for the women and go to the well to fetch water for them. Women don't go out of the house. We were suffering like this before soldiers came to the town one Thursday afternoon and we fled. The town was dislodged. Those who ran to the north didn't meet soldiers. Those that ran south, east and west met soldiers. They killed 18 of the people for no reason. They weren't Boko Haram. They opened fire on the people running. At night, the survivors gathered and buried the dead and discussed the next line of action, fleeing to another town. When the group finally arrived in Marfa, the soldiers at the gate held them there while insinuating that they were Boko Haram members because the insurgents stayed in their town without resistance. They would later receive water and instructions to stick to the road as they headed to Medogori. On arrival, the authorities held them at the gates for days. Eventually, they transferred them to the camp after screening by intelligence agents. They got food aid of bread, water, and sardines from the Red Cross. The aid organization would subsequently provide more relief supplies, 
more food, and tarpaulins to create shelter. 18 months later, it replaced the food aid with several cash disbursements of 35,000 naira or $83 over eight months. It's been almost four years since the Red Cross left. The emergency agency was providing food in those years. Someone calculated the delivery of aid as 36 or 37 times in four years. They said they will bring it monthly. Hunger became an issue after the government emergency management agency took over. The uncertainty surrounding food deliveries makes farming an essential livelihood for displaced persons. However, this is complicated and risky due to the scarcity of agricultural resources and the activities of insurgents. Who will take anything they find on you? It's farming season. Now, when you are going to farm, if you don't have a phone, reserve money. Because if you meet the insurgents and they first ask you to bring your phone and you say no phone and they say you should bring your money and you say no money, you are searched thoroughly. And if nothing is found, they flog you with sticks six times. Trips to the farm closer to Amado's camp are safer. Unlike the one located farther away, which is associated with persistent safety risks. The farmers leave at 1 p.m. after working for a few hours because once it's 2 p.m., there are often insurgents around. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. This story was reported and scripted by Myrtala Abdullahi and edited by Andrew Walker. Produced by Atahiru Jibrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subject. Voice acting by Atahiru Jibrin. The senior producer is Anthony Asamuta. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangomedia.com and find more episodes wherever you listen to great podcasts. I am Haimida. Mida.